It's 2.36. You're listening to The 123 Show this afternoon with me, Karen Coe. And we are continuing uh, introducing you to the writers who are involved in the Hong Kong International Literary Festival this year. And I'm delighted to be joined in the studio now by Melanie Monongo-Williams, who is uh, the Australian Slam Poetry Champion of 2018. So, Melanie, welcome to the program. Thank you. <laughs> and we're also on Facebook Live. So if you go to my Facebook page, Karen, on RTHK Radio 3, you can see as well as hear Melanie uh, on on the page. And you might also hear Melanie's daughter, Brooklyn, who's like toddling around the studio. <laughs> so, Melanie, tell us, first of all, for listeners who don't know, what is slam poetry? Um, slam poetry, I think, is um, it has... I don't know that it actually has an actual meaning, but I guess derives from the... Um, from the the space of poetry slams so which is you know generally a um a competition that's um with within you know two to three minutes of speaking time um judged by random audience members and um kind of i think um speaks to like a specific theme um has a bit of a rhythm Mm -hmm. um with it can be quite punchy um Filled with emotion, lots of action and performance, and you know. So like, yeah, there's definitely a performance <coughs> aspect of it. Absolutely, isn't it? yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I I call myself a, a spoken word artist or like a, a performing poet. Um, and so, you know, there is there's definitely an aspect of performance to um, you know, to to uh, you know, spoken to the spoken like performance poetry, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, and so. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of that's what I that's love what to it do. Is. Yeah, that's it's just basically you know like performing your poetry. Okay. I think um, and slam poetry co- comes out of the space of poetry slams where um, it's like a competition, and so um, you know there's a there's a, a specific kind of way of um, of how the the competition goes mm. and the space within in in the area and then you know you you take what you learn from a poetry slam and turn it into poetry and sometimes referred to as slam poetry okay so had you always written before you started you know this form and started participating in poetry slams um i've been writing for as long as i can remember um mostly poems sometimes short stories lots of like little autobiographical type stories um but only really started writing for the stage um like in the last 12 months, yeah. Okay, and you went from entering your first slam poetry competition to being named the Australian champion in a matter of something like four months. Yeah. So tell us about that. Uh, So I was... um I was like nine, almost full term with my with my daughter when pregnant when I um when I won my first ever sort of competition that was at the Darwin Poetry Cup, and um and then after that, just a second. And then after that, um, I went on to do the Darwin Poetry, uh, the Australian Poetry Slam Darwin Heat and won that and then went to the Australian Poetry Slam finals at the Opera House in in October last year. Wow. And made it through the first round and then won in the second round. So it was was very fast. Right. Yeah. Right. And how did it change your life? Well... 
It's changed my life in so many ways. I guess, um, you know, some of the big things are I've got to travel. I went, I did five cities in Canada this year. I've done New York. I've just come from um, Sydney, Bali, Singapore, Macau, Hong Kong yesterday, like flew, um, came in on the boat yesterday mm-hmm. from Macau right. to Hong Kong. And, um, and so, yeah, we've done, I've done, I think six countries this year. Um, seven, sorry, seven countries this year. And the other thing is I, um, I have a book deal so that I have a book coming out next year. So, um, That's yeah, amazing. it's amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's all like, it was all timing because I wasn't working. Um, you know, I had a small child who was able to travel with me and she traveled with me from, you know, about four months mm-hmm. um, till now still traveling at 15 months. So she's been all over the world with me as well. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of what you um, like to write about, in terms of your, your topics, yep. you, write, you do write a lot about race and racial identity. I do. Where does that come from and what are the messages you're trying to get out there? Um, so I write about what it is to be a First Nations woman in Australia today, what it is to be a woman of colour in the world, um, but also in Australia. Um and that's come, you know, obviously being a woman of colour, but also now having, you know, children who are who are children of colour, you know, um, Aboriginal do- daughter and Aboriginal son, um, and and you know, and also the connection to country and land and, um, you know, my culture and my language and stuff as well, and really trying to, um, you know, preserve my language as much as I can, the little that I can do after, you know, having. Um, so many First Nations people in Australia having lost their languages. Mm. Um, this, yeah. So that's like I've started writing in my first lang- in my my dad's language. Um, so my first language is English, but I've started writing in Yolngmatta. Okay. And um, and yeah, I also my son is autistic, so I write a lot about you know autism and autism awareness and raising autism awareness and um, you know what it looks like for families with you know with. A, um, autism in their families and yeah mm. so do you do you find that in Australia there are enough voices like yours that there's a there's a diversity of voices talking about these issues or not enough um, I don't think there's enough I think there can always be more um, you know I'm I'm honored to be able to be in a position where I can speak about you know um, issues that are going on within my community and you know for me as an Aboriginal woman and um, and you know, and I really think that there needs to be more people speaking out about you know, like the 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 issues in our country at the moment. You know, especially when it comes to First Nations people and what's happening with our lands and our languages and our culture at the moment. Mm. And what kind of reception have you have you gotten from audiences? So far, all the reception's been pretty good. Um, I've had some people who have been a little bit confused. Um, sometimes felt as though I um, am attacking people i've had um people un like um who don't understand who want to learn more who it's the first time they've ever heard anything like this before they've never heard any poetry spoken in a first nations language from australia they've never heard you know um poetry about you know um um, Aboriginal women and and my culture and haven't heard poems about you know what it means to have a child on the autism spectrum and so I've had you know mothers and and brothers and sisters of of kids on the spectrum come to me and thank me for you know 
performing a poem that they can res that resonates with them and um excuse me and have been really um yeah quite receptive to what I've saying I mean there's always some people who just don't understand and who are a little bit you know right um confused or or ignorant perhaps um mm. yeah so when when you do write your poems, how do you go about it? Is is it a the similar process each time, or is it very different each time? Um, it's I think it's quite different. It varies. So some days it's like I've come up with a line that's just something that I really I love the way it looks or sounds, and I and I just want to put it down on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use a I don't use a notebook um, very often. Um, and then and other times it's like I'm able to sit and write a poem in one sitting. Um, and then other times I have to um, do the research, you mm. know, like I, I make a decision, I, this is a poem I want to write about, but I don't know enough about it to write about it and do it justice. So, um, you know, yeah. so I have to... Um, I have to do the research sometimes, right, right, okay. and that's fun too because then you learn you learn stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's um, talk about what you've been doing at the Lit Fest. They've been pretty keeping you pretty busy. You've you've been doing a lot of things. You did uh, a spoken word workshop yesterday. Yes. Um, and then you were at a school just yeah, now, yeah. and you've got another event on Sunday. So tell us about all these all these events and how it's been going. Um, yeah, so I ran a workshop yesterday. That was fun. It was a nice little group, um, and then had a wonderful talk with like forty kids at the um, university, uh, the uh, UWC, United, UWC, United World College, United right? World College. Sorry, um, and that was really great. It's always lovely talking with the youth. Um, I really enjoy that that kind of work, you know, working with the young people. Um, uh, I'm doing another workshop this afternoon and tomorrow uh, I have another I think show, it's, I think. Yeah, tomorrow you yeah. have one Rhythm of Life, it's yes. called. Yep, yep. And um, and then, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've got like five events while I'm here, which is cool. It's nice to like get out and see Hong Kong and you know, see what's happening and like connect with the people and, you know, and the literary communities mm. from around the world as well. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn is Brooklyn's running around the studio. <laughs> <laughs> She's very excited. Um, and so one of the things you're doing um, Sunday is um, I think I think that Sunday's event is not called Rhythm of Life. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's at the Fringe Club as well. Um, uh, yeah, it's a slam yeah. poetry slam performance. Yeah, what is that? What will that be like? Can you give us um, an idea of? I think it's going to be just like me performing. Um, you know, some of my poetry. Some of it is like really slammy. The other, some of it is um, is a lot softer. Is a lot more kind of, you know, spoken word. More kind of performance like like gentler and then you know and then like some conversation as well you know mm. like it's always nice I think people like to hear about my journey you know coming from you know not having participated in poetry slams or not having a, a poetry slam community in my town to now traveling the world as the poetry slam champion of Australia it's like it's an interesting story and so and also you know um, the other layer is that I did it with my daughter, and so, 
you know, I like to I like to include that in in my story because I think it's really important as well for like parents to not lose themselves just because they've had a baby, yeah. and um, women especially, women especially, mm. you know, like and it's really important and it shows, you know, like yes, we can do both, you know, like I can have a family and I can still travel the world and follow my dreams and 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 you know and and do it successfully and so you know I really I find that that part of my journey and you know and me getting to here really important and really um, special and I really love to share that with people yeah well that's fantastic <coughs> yeah well it's been great to to have you share with us today and Thank hopefully you. you've inspired some of our listeners to go along to to the events that you'll you'll be participating in um, on Sunday and uh, tomorrow thank so, you well I'll just tell listeners if you want to find out more um, about Melanie's events you can just go to the litfest website which is festival.org.hk and you can take a look at where they are when they are and you can buy tickets okay so melanie thanks very much for coming in it's really great to talk to you thank you for having me and we've been speaking with melanie monongo williams who is australia's slam poetry champion of 2018 and who's here for the lit fest